I'm Adam. It is November 25th of 2015, and our Buffalo Bills, our beloved Buffalo Bills, dropped the ball in New England. Yeah, it was a Monday night game. It's Wednesday night now. We were going to podcast yesterday. I was too worked up. I, I, I was still mad. I'm still kind of mad. A lot of things worked against us. And we're going to talk about all of it. Yeah, anything anything you want to talk about, you know, tweet us live at NumBillsFan or NumBillsFanAdamD. Um, this stream is is live right now in Nowhere Land. So if you want, still tweet us anyways. But we got a lot to get into tonight. We're really, 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 really proud of our, our defense. That's been the one thing that we've been looking to turn around and Holding Tom Brady to a 70-something passer rating and under 300 yards passing. And also... Uh, Who cares about that? 20 points. 20 points. 20 points, and there's no reason if we're holding an offense of that caliber to 20 points that we should be sitting at 5-5 and right now. Exactly. Exactly. So, if that defense, Jeremy White on WGR had this thought, so I don't want to steal his thunder, but... On the Howard Simon show, he goes, if that defense plays lights out like that for the rest of the season, it's over. We're in the playoffs, and we're doing some damage in the playoffs if the defense stays like that. Not if our offense can't score more than 20 points. Exactly. At the same time, we're not going to be facing Tom Brady all the time, but you're right. The offense is needs to help the defense really bad. Yeah. I mean, realistically, Brady didn't play any better than Tyrod did, and everyone everyone, everywhere is agreeing that Tyrod had a terrible game. And the defense can only do so much. And I mean, they, they stepped up huge. Now, there were, like I said, a lot of factors working against us. A lot of bad calls in this game. That's that's been all over the internet all day today. We got we got owners contacting the league saying Really? I didn't even see that. Oh yeah. Three owners who've remained anonymous have contacted the league saying that there needs to be an overhaul or penalties or some sort of some sort of system of accountability for these refs. They're well, blowing these calls. Let, let's I mean, think. let's think about this. Officiating has been a problem, and people who don't want to comment on officiating, like our my sources, Deacon is more of a print guy, more into the social media aspect and, you know, stuff like blogs. I'm more of the listen to the, a lot of radio, which he listens to a lot of radio too. But I listen to know, some radio. I'm a slave to WGR because they cover it. For some reason, WHTK in Rochester is, is like a Patriots station me and uh nick papagalis who's also on twitter at nick pop if you go on my feed he runs the red pencil tailgate he pretty much said um the same thing it's like a shame that a a rochester station is covering the patriots like the home of the patriots and point being is i don't we don't really listen to rochester radio much maybe cmf They're, they're kind of funny they got good coverage but it's like Buffalo media is in WGR. They don't complain about the refs and they don't like to complain about the refs. And you got even John Murphy who doesn't want to blame the refs in all year this year. Everybody, I think finally has been sick of it and and they're finally flipping the table. Like they're pissed off that table's getting flipped. They don't care what food's on it. And everybody's pissed off. It's ridiculous. And quite frankly, a lot of people say, John Murphy, well, he brings up a great point, which is, hey, we have all this technology now to see about the catch and what actually happened to it, yada, yada, yada. Right. You can go frame by frame with some of this high-def technology they got. And, you know, you see that at home, and it's clear as day when they show that replay. It's just... You know, how are these guys getting it wrong over and over and over again? The same things. And everyone's arguing about what's a catch, what isn't a catch. 
you know, establishing control versus not establishing I control. I mean, I want to ask in this game, what is a pass interference? What? I guess the rule, if I'm not mistaken, the rule, which is I'm not mistaken, is what I preface everything where I don't know shit. So the rule is if the ball hits the cornerback or the defender on while he's covering, he doesn't have to turn his head. Patrick Chung pushed Hogan night as clear as day right over. And yeah. the ball happened to hit his back. You're telling me that doesn't get a call. Are you kidding me? If that was Tom Brady, which I've seen that, I swear, three times a year where Brady gets that P.I. call near the end zone, you know, three times a year, get out of here. To be fair, the officiating was atrocious on both sides. They actually, they I mean. some hits on Brady big time. Dude, that that one hit, I don't even remember what quarter was, but Nigel Bradham slayed Brady late. Oh, that was crazy. But, I mean, that's that's something that I kind of wanted to talk about was as bad as some of these calls were, some of these no calls were even worse. Um, like like you said, the the pass interference, Chung didn't get his head around. That, you know, he had already he had already interfered before. Before the ball hit him, really? so I didn't, I didn't that, see for, close. for for me, that's that's pass interference all day, and then, I mean, there in the first quarter, uh, Colton Schmidt got he got slayed, he got slayed. Yeah, I saw that. He was on no the, flag he was on the turf. Um, then later on, I mean, I don't remember exactly when it was, but. Uh, LaShawn McCoy got got tackled by his face mask. They picked that flag up. And LaShawn Does McCoy the, even like pointed at his mask after, and then he kind of like I thought he shook his head up and down like the ref saw like yeah yeah we got you. Yeah. And, then they, and they, they picked pick it up. up the flag. Yeah. How many flags is that picked up for Buffalo? I know it's the Buffalo thing to say or do, but how many flags have been picked up for? Buffalo? No, you know what? I was really worried getting on Twitter after this game that I was gonna be that typical Bills fan whining about the refs. But I mean, you got Skip Bayless being like, "Yo, Buffalo, Buffalo caught a raw deal," and and you retweeted it. You saw what I said. When you got yeah. Skip sticking up for the Bills, things are way out of control. Because I mean, he, historically, he has not been very kind to the Bills. No, and, and Skip Bayless, frankly, is just a nut hugger to whatever team is is hot. He doesn't give a shit. That's right, how right. he always is. It's like, all right, cool. Let's blow Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have that good of a defense. And when Aaron Rodgers is off, guess what? The Packers lose. That's yeah. it. And if the Bills have Tyrod Taylor being off, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to lose because their defense is good. So And their ground game is good. Right. And... But as far as the officiating to wrap, if, if you want to wrap that this little officiating thing up, here's what I think needs to happen. We need to use the technology to our advantage. And what I think really comes down to, and I've talked about this before many times, is it, it comes down to the, the it comes down to ego. And me personally, I can speak from that because I, I, I have to work with people. I am a control freak. Um, I've done bands with Deacon here. And frankly, I'm an asshole. Yeah, but it, it's it like, was awful. I, honestly, I have like a vision, you know in my head and I want to execute it and sometimes the way I approach it doesn't isn't the right way and I've learned over the years I'm, that's like my work in progress is what what Dave's people. trying to say is he's a stubborn turd and he sucks to be around and I couldn't agree more <laughs> you're welcome bud yeah no problem I mean it ain't, it ain't like I drink all the time like Dean I have to drive him around. Okay, but he is well intentioned. I'll throw I'll, I'll throw he, that in. Dean is a is a well intentioned drummer. He I meant you, but in the band we were all in, and he would just our, our friend drunk Dean, the legend, the myth. Which Dude, you'll he, see videos of coming soon. By the yeah, way, on our YouTube channel, he's great. We love you, Dean. But he would just skip parts of a song and then come back into it like like we did something wrong. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Take the pitcher of beer that doesn't even have a chance to get to room temperature. And anyways, so what I'm getting at is even just dealing with people in that kind of small sample size, ego can take shape and take form. Then you form a team and it's like, no, we got to back up our buddy. He made this call and not for nothing. 
The NFL can't get their head out of their ass, and the refs, in their defense, don't know what to do, and they've also wanted to be full-time referees. Yeah, I was going you know to I mean? bring that up. They they should get full-time refs. Right, but... These guys should be studying during the week, not he, working guys, some other job. These guys could be sharp. These guys could be sharp, but the NFL doesn't want to do it. And I've said this before. You go through all off-season, building up your team, and as Bills fan victims we are, you build up your team, and then what happens? Oh, first preseason game, the refs. You're like, oh, these assholes are back. Okay, how about we get rid of How about you just strip down that play, that, that rule book, and you take off things like, I'm so football stupid, I don't know why, but, like, who gives a shit about illegal formations? I don't notice it. I'm a dumb fan, and I'm sure there's a football reason, and if you know why, please hit us up, numbillsfanadamd, which is Adam, or numbillsfan on Twitter, and answer me that. So, to you... Football know-it-alls, riddle me this. Who gives a shit about an illegal formation? All it does is take up time. You know what I mean? I understand if two guys are in motion at the same time. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't. Like, I'm not saying change that. But it's like some of these rules are so stupid. I think a neutral zone infraction is retarded. And here's why. Because classic football... If you catch them while they're on the other side of the line of scrimmage, you snap the ball, you get an offside. Now, if they're antagonizing the offensive line, then they get a call that's neutral zone infraction. Okay, whatever, dude. So the guy flinches. Who cares? It's football. That's a stupid rule. Again, that takes up more time. Most importantly, they got to have a guy that just watches the plays in New York City, like a lot of people suggested, which I believe they do for hockey. So they have somebody who watches it, I believe they do it for college football as well, and set the, set the ego aside. Who cares about your little crew of refs? We need the calls right as fans because people, I don't know if they're going to start Yeah, no, I mean, they got a guy doing it for the broadcast. Why don't they have a guy doing it for the sideline? Right, right. And, they, and they don't play every single replay, I understand, in the stadiums. Yeah, I, I get that. At the same time, with the technology they have, they should be wearing – a goddamn tablet on their chest that they could take off with Velcro and look at the play immediately after, converse about it, and get the damn call right. Because you know how I look at it? They're roughing this situation on pretty much... They're pretty much doing it like a high school game. You know, I play in a, in a little hockey league. There's no replay. There's times a goal goes in in, in the men's league where, and you're like, I don't know if that really went in. You know, but we don't have the replay. You guys have the technology to 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 look at this film immediately right after the play. The play is only like six seconds. At most, you get something that's ten. Get out of here. You can't find that. We pick our asses for commercials. Whatever. Do something with that time. I don't care if everything's got to be reviewed, but you got to have it reviewed efficiently, and they're just not efficient. They are not efficient at reviewing plays. They're not efficient at calling games. There's so many ticky-tack penalties. You know, it's like it's everything is – every call seems to be a judgment call, and that's just not cool. That's not cool because every game is different, but it's never consistent lately that games are called the same on, on each team. You know – Example that Corey Graham. Oh, the the phantom the phantom penalty on the interception there. Yeah. What what penalty? I I I still actually don't know what, what happened on the that. The Patriots got an illegal formation. So technically, we got helped out in a way because they caught the illegal formation. Which again, did it matter when the play went off if it was an illegal formation? No, it didn't. No. No. So. Strip down the damn rule book and use technology to your advantage. Set your ego aside, refs, and get it right. You guys call what you see, but we had the technology to do it from our freaking flip phone. From our, I bet you the Razor back in the day. All right, maybe not a StarTac, but a Razor could definitely, because that Razor was the Come. hottest flip phone ever. Don't even talk to me about it. I'll stab you in the neck with the Razor I got in my closet. But... I'm telling you, 
it's so easy and so simple. And the NFL is the biggest league. Come on. You guys have been escaping taxes for how long? I think you could afford to get this dumbass game right. Because we invest a lot of money in this. I do a lot of shopping for the bills. You could, uh, you could hire me, Roger Goodell, if you're listening. Pretty sure you probably are. Roger, we, shout out. Shout out, Roger. We, um, lo- we love you, Roger. Especially when you deny concussions and yeah, you, feed your bullshit. But whatever. You want to no, make the game you want, safer. You want a reliable referee. You give me a call. I know you got the number. Yeah, my friend Corey just got LASIK. He doesn't have to wear any glasses anymore. You could call him, but he doesn't really like football. But, I mean, there's so many options on the table. There should be a guy in New York City or even somebody who works at the damn broadcast that has the same access to the broadcast feed and all the cameras have three of them that just sit around on the big play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I don't understand either is how come you don't have a chip in the ball so you exactly have, like, a diagram on on how far the ball actually went and if Fox in, like, 94 could have the goddamn Comet puck, you can have the goddamn Comet football that we don't, as viewers, see on the screen. So you get the placement of the ball right. Because how many times you watch the umps or the refs, whoever the hell you are, whatever you want to be called, the guys in the stripes, that spot the ball, and they walk crooked to the spot. You know what I mean? There's so yeah. many loose ends of this where it's like, is this sport? manipulated for money could could that really be it because a lot of people got to be on in on that scheme for that to work and these guys and i don't want to believe that it's a tinfoil hat thing i don't want to believe it i don't want to sound like a lunatic but could there be something there i mean that tim donahue guy or donahue whatever his name was from the nba he got caught cheating but he was involved in the mob and he was he was a ref but it's got to get fixed, and I don't think it's rocket science, man. I think the answer any fifth grader could figure out, well, why don't you just have somebody somewhere else looking at it? Why don't you have a whole crew of refs in a box in the stadium or in the stadium watching it? There's no reason. And then you see it on the Jumbotron, clear as day, even in the home stadium, because if it favors the home team, they're going to play it on the Jumbotron. You see it on there. But no, it's on to the next play. You guys can't converse about it and say, hey, guys, look clear as day on that thing that's like, you know, 50 feet wide and like 20 feet to 30 feet tall. You know that thing right there? It's it's uh, it's kind of like a TV screen, but like really big. And it, uh, you, whoa, they actually, Oof. is that the play? Is that the play? Yeah, that's the play. Well, it looks like the ball didn't touch the ground there, so... No, you don't got to go to the replay booth. Just get together and do the right thing. But no, their egos are in the way. I think that's all it is, is their egos in the way. And you're freaking me out just standing there like you're... I can't sit on this thing, man. Deegan decides to get up out of the squeaky drum throne and... Yeah, now Dave Dave made us podcast in a different spot. We had a nice setup, nice comfy chairs... He's like, oh, it's too cold out here. Put a sweatshirt on and stop being a bitch. I can't sit on this thing. You got to deal with this. Well, Deacon looks like he's about to give a speech like Ray Lewis over here. He's about to Yo, speak you to sh- the Bills. You should be so lucky. He's got the mic stand upright. You know what? Maybe Like Steven Tyler. Maybe. I'm just waiting for Steven Tyler over here to grab like a sheet or something. Yeah, yeah. I need to like tie up Get some bandanas. <laughs> Put your coke in there. Oh, man, I wish I had some. I'm tired today. Jesus, Deacon. I don't party. This is a kid's show. I don't party, but goddamn, today no, I today I might. All right. Anyways, what do we got for a game breakdown? We're going to go quarter by quarter and just really just. I, I don't even want to go quarter by quarter. Let's, let, let's look at it, though. All right. All right. Well, we shouldn't even say quarter by quarter. We're just going to go chronologically over all of the missed opportunities the Bills had, and it should be all right. You're going all to right, scream. First, first possession of the game. Let's start with that. Bills get the ball. What do they do? Three and out. Okay. They run for nine yards. Second and one. Second and one, I'm thinking, okay. You know, the typical football thing is to bring in the big guys and run. 
And the thing is, is, you know, Jeremy White hammers on it on WJR all the time. You got big guys on big guys. Can you be even more obvious? So I was, I was telling my friend Dave, we're watching the game. I'm like, hey, run this out of shotgun or something, right? So they ran out of shotgun. What did they do? They go to the left. A little sweepy action. And it's like, are you are you kidding me? Or it could have been off tackle, whatever you want to call it. It was to the left. It wasn't up the middle. All right? Didn't work. Actually, it wasn't off tackle at all. I'm so stupid. It was outside the tackle. But point is... Regardless, is, it didn't work. It didn't work. So you lose four to five yards. So now, I heard Eric Wood, again, on WGR, on the Chauvin Bulldog show. I just got to drop the references. He said a guy missed a block, and that's why they lost yardage. Okay, cool. Well, how about you have LaShawn McCoy and Carlos Williams, who have some of the best vision in the NFL. If you want an example who doesn't have good vision, C.J. Speller, to give you an idea. It's second and one. I think either one of them would figure it out. They would make it happen. Keep that drive alive. Or if you're going to do that, take a big shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you could always throw the ball away if the offensive line doesn't shit down their pants all over themselves and slip and fall on their shit and let all the defenders come sack Tyrod. So, that, you know, and, and it is, well, you should have did this. And if that would have been a home run hit, we would have been like, whoa, didn't expect that. So, I get where Greg Roman's coming from, but this entire game, that play right there, second and one to me, defined the offense. And when they went three and out, I was mother-effing. I was swearing. Yeah, and I was me, just like, this is how it's going to go today, Greg Roman? For me right there, I would have ran the bootleg. That's just me. <laughs> what do you got next on the docket? All right, so the Bills go three and out. They punt the ball. Give give the Pats decent field position. They, they came in at the 34. It's the drive where we lost the... Lost the interception to the phantom flag. Gilmore gave up a big first down on a pass interference, set him up for a 35-yard field goal. So three nothing Patriots. At this point, I'm still, I'm still just like, yeah, we got this. No big deal. You know, nice, nice job. Held them to three. I'm still optimistic at that point. Right. We're we're not only gonna break down the game, we're gonna break down my breakdown, cause yo, know, I had a goddamn breakdown. <laughs> All right, so next drive, the Bills start back in at their uh, thirteen, and you know, it wasn't a three and out, but it might as well have been. Um. That drive, Henderson had a penalty that, that kind of screwed things up. That was also where... Uh, Dude, Henderson was so funny. His second penalty, he's like, I was on the screen. He's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I was dying. I was dying. Um, Matthew Collar, get that sound. Get that sound. Yeah, I love, I love when those little things come through. Yeah, you got that all in your teeth. That's all in your teeth, man. Yeah, give a shout out to Naked Drinks. They don't sponsor us, but I'm drinking a berry veggie right now, and it's all red. And yo, Naked Juice is dope. If you if you would like a permanent spot on our show, Naked Juice, hit us up in our email. We would definitely love to. Yeah, because I'm too damn lazy to eat all the you, fruit. You chewing. you you stock us up. We will do this every week. Every week. We'll get shit all over our face. Red stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So another, you know, another uninspiring drive. They punt the ball away. Um, Plenty of opportunities, too, because it, keep in mind, the defense was really rattling Brady. You know, they, yeah, yeah. Next, next possession, they had a nice stop. They had a nice stop. Um, Patriots punted the ball away and ended, ended the first quarter. After that stop, I'm feeling good. End of the right, first. Me too. Me too. End of the first, still three nothing. Life was good. No biggie. No biggie. Yeah, I thought I followed the first quarter. Hey, you know this offense could just move the ball a little bit, and you know I was seriously so. 
man, sometimes I wish I didn't filter what, I, what I'm going to say. But I wanted to not be offensive. So I was so excited that defense looked incredible. I, I was like, okay, this is what we envisioned day one of that defense. Right. They were just getting in there and banging up, banging up the quarterback. Tom Brady was pissed. Yeah, he was not feeling it. I felt good about that, man. After the first quarter, after the first quarter, I was like, you know what? This is going to crush. We're going to keep rattling this guy. He's all messed up. They're going to try this power run game with Blunt, which failed. And I, I felt like we had a good grasp. Now, if this offense could move the ball, which would be great. And now, I don't know what's happened with the defense. I don't know if, which I'm going to answer my own question because of the Wednesday presser. Um, I don't know if the guys on the defense have bought in now or what with Rex and Dennis Thurman because the deal is, is Rambo last week after the Jets game was really hammering down the point of, you know, they called a great game and yada, yada, yada. And right. I mean, Rambo had a great game, but uh, you know, Jerry Hughes, I believe Jerry Hughes hasn't complained about the defense at all. And when they lined up later in the game, Jerry Hughes covering Gronkowski step for step, stride for stride. Yeah, that like was... a magnet. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why guys, I've said it before. Yeah, and, and he kept wanna... him right to the sideline. No room to make that I catch. I don't want to discount Mario Williams, but you bitch and cry, dude, about dropping in the coverage at one game a few times a few games ago that you lost. Haven't dropped ever dropped in the coverage that many times, which was really only five. You know, these coaches I'm telling you, like that defense, Gruden was just I know Gruden is Gruden and he loves everything and everything about a football. Okay, you can shove a football in his ass, he'd pull it out and just be in love. He he just loves it, but he was it's nice to have a guy like Gruden who processes information. Don't look at me like that. Who processes information really fast because he was breaking down where the blitz is coming from, who they dropped in coverage. Well, there was only a three-man rush, and it looked like they brought the house. And that's what we were expecting. Confuse Brady, and to answer my question, what's up with the defense? Hey, I think the guys are buying in. They're trusting what they're supposed to do now. And at the same time, Rex in his Wednesday presser admitted, hey, this defense that you saw against the Patriots, it's this is it from here on out. And that was a, a bomb that I think could have been glossed over if you happen to not be paying attention to right. it. Right, and I mean, that's what everyone's been wanting this whole time. That defense against some of these lesser teams, I mean, that that's going to kill. Yeah, so that defense... Brady's throwing it into the dirt. He's all flustered. Of course, Brady gets no intentional groundings because that's how Brady is. Yeah, but, there was a couple of those that should have definitely come into play. I, I, I saw at least two. At least two, maybe three. One, One's arguably, is he in the pocket? Is he out of the pocket? I, I mean, who, who, who even knows the rules of football anymore? I know. You don't know. You got to get a pass line scrimmage out of the tackle box. But what do you got for quarter two? What are your big notes? All right, this is where I started getting frustrated, man. All right, Bill start at the fifteen. I I get on I get on Twitter, and I start I start ch- chirping about the Bills are never going to win this game if they're playing on a longer field than the Patriots are. You're not going to beat the Patriots playing that. And then John Miller goes down, gets hurt. Out comes the cart. And I, I start panicking at this point. I'm like, no, not the offensive line. And it's safe to say that his his absence was felt. You know, Tyrod got got. Yeah, he is a Urbic has a high ankle thing, is what they called it. So I'm assuming a sprain. And you mean Miller? Or sorry, yeah, Urbic Miller. Urbic's okay. Urbic is serviceable. Sometimes he's a an abomination, but 
you know, it's nice to Eric Wood. Eric Wood mentioned him. He's like, you know, he, he, he knows how to play all three positions on the interior, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, you know, with him, I play with him so much. It's like second nature. So, All right. On, on that drive, though, they got downfield. They scored three. <sighs> Had big sigh of relief. <laughs> Tied the game up. Things were okay at that point. You agree? Yeah, I thought it was great. I, I was excited. I was excited. All right. Then the defense comes up big again. We get... We get, you know, we kick the ball off after the after the field goal. Little touchback. Pat, Pat start at the twenty. Go three and out. I'm like, okay, okay. We get we get good field position for a change. We start at the thirty one. Get a couple first downs. Punt again. I'm just like, come on. That's just a common I'm just, theme. I'm We're not like, even gonna break that down. Just punt. I'm just I'm just like, come on. We gotta at least get three right, on these drives. Right, right, right. I'm starting right. to get frustrated. All right, so we get them we we get them pinned pretty deep. They they're at their 13. Um Manny Lawson had a nice sack on that drive on third down. Um yep, the utility guy. You know, another nice stop. You got the Patriots punting again. And and to me that's rare. This offense doesn't usually go on the field and come off that quick. And 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 come off you know they score like every other drive, and right. we got them on like three drives right. in a row. We got, I'm like, we got we got this the this team on the ropes here in the, in the second quarter, late second quarter. Fast forward. All right, so yeah, then then you know the Bills the Bills the Bills get that bills. punt. The Bills Bills themselves get get down the field. Carpenter hits the upright. We we are. Looking at the playoff push at this point, we're still missing kicks. It's very frustrating. Yeah, but here's the thing. I will defend him, which I'm sure we'll just gloss over it next time we get to it. Goskowski later in the game missed a kick, same exact direction, similar distance. I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll give if Goskowski misses it, something's up. That dude don't miss shit. You know what though? I don't I don't buy it. Right. I, I can't dismiss poor play based on another another player who has better numbers making a similar mistake. At the same time, the Bills tried to take a shot. Wasn't that the LaShawn McCoy thing? That that Which? long bomb? Yeah. You know, that was McCoy should have caught that. He admits it. That's what's cool about him. Love his attitude. But, hey, the Patriots do what the Patriots do. There's so many opportunities in that first half alone. You're hearing Patriots punt, Patriots punt, Patriots punt. When it's 3 nothing. You're down three nothing going to second quarter. You're down three nothing in the second quarter, all the way to the last drive in the second quarter. Right. Corey Graham misses a tackle, and now we're going in the locker room ten to three. They would have kneeled it out. Would have kicked the field goal, or I don't know. It is Brady. They would take. They would try. Actually, I take that back. They would try. And they might get into field goal range because, as you yeah. saw with Brady against the Giants, that's what they do. So, but third, yeah, what do you they, got on that? You know, they had that touchdown pass to White going in. Yeah, yeah, time. and again, meet meet the quote of against the Patriots. Who's hurt and who who caught that touchdown from who? Okay, so we learned White and Harper. Third quarter, yeah. what do you got? All right, so coming out of halftime, Patriots get the ball. Um, that. That was the drive with the uh, the uh, stupid uh, whistle fiasco. Just a bad drive all around. Yeah, the whistle. Rex got a fifteen yard interference on that play with the with the bad whistle. Manny Lawson had an offsides penalty, um, and and this is a drive that Gustowski missed the fifty four yard field goal. Now, on. just to break down that sitch real quick. Rex didn't even know what the hell he was penalized for. I've heard him on in the press conference after the game and on Chopin the Bulldog on Tuesday, and he didn't. He's like, "Really? I got a penalty?" And he goes flat out, "Does Belichick get that penalty?" You know, he's like, "I don't." He's like, and they all agreed, and I agreed too in the moment. I don't think so. And you know what? The refs again screwed up. The rule, Tomlin had to get his foot in the green to get that penalty. Right. The rule is. If there's a colossal screw up like that, 
Insert your other words. The rule is, if the ball, it's where the ball is at the time. I don't think Tom Brady even threw that ball yet. No, and the you, whistle was you redo that play. Right. But you no, redo it, that play. Nope, nope. And Here that, comes Gene Statutor, whatever you are. You, you just decide. The rule is, no, that's not the rule, actually. And everybody, which Mike Carey, Mike Carey and these guys that are former refs or head of whatever operations, they just and, and they just seriously just kind of like all like blow each other and pay each other's nuts and just go, oh, hey, uh, yeah, you know, and they always seem to like back up the refs. And even they're blowing up and going, yeah, they screwed up big time. Then the NFL yeah. comes out and says they, what, blew five calls in that game? Yeah. What? Like, and no accountability. I wish I wish the refs were able to talk to the media. I would love to hear their side of this nonsense. But I also feel bad for them, but we talked about that. So. All right, so the Bills get good field position. They take over at the uh, 44, um, and, you know, Solid drive. McCoy goes in on the 27-yard touchdown run. Yeah, my stream kept on breaking up I uh, over and over, but that was a hell of a run. That's why you got McCoy. Yeah, so at this point, you know, I'm I'm jumping up and down. We're, we're tied again, and I'm, I'm loving it. A lot of hope left. A lot, you know, finally the offense takes advantage, you know, and you're thinking, okay, this is a Patriots game. We cannot miss – uh, you got to get time off the clock. You got to, because the more the offense is on the field, the farther Brady has to throw the ball, the more desperate he's going to get. And if they keep him rattled, he's off his mark. The more tips we're going to get, the more interceptions we're going to get. All right. The next, the next uh, two possessions, one, one Patriots ends in a punt. Um, Gilly had a nice, a nice breakup on third down there. Bills get the ball back, have a few plays, punt again. Um, next Patriots possession uh, was where White had the little touchdown run, and this is where I start to panic. I'm like, oh no, because I mean, at that point, we're getting we're getting later in the game. Now, oh yeah, now we're playing oh, from yeah. behind. And that's just not the ideal situation against the against a team like the Patriots. You want to be on them, man. You so then wanna, you just want to stay on them as much as possible. You don't want to give them any room to breathe. You have to play a flawless game against the right, Pats. right. And uh, you know, we next gotta, next time out, Bills Bills three and out again, and just like Christ Almighty, God help us all. I'm not. I'm not religious, and sorry if that offends anyone who is. Yeah, I don't care. It's America. But, America, yeah. America. I don't. I don't mean it. I. I don't mean to involve involve the Lord in this. I mean, I don't um, know what the Lord did to you. You gotta drag him under the bus. He made me a Bills fan, is what he did to me. All right. Yeah. Why are we here? <laughs> I'm. Out, I'm out here in this cold weather. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we ended up here, but. All right, so they go three and out again. Defense has another stop. Patriots punt. Oh, and here comes Leotis McKelvin. Doug, I love you. Love you, Leo, but what the fuck? Yeah, the, pff, this is F-word appropriate time. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, man. It, we all know the the last time the Bills played the Patriots on Monday night. What happened? Leo fumbled on a punt return. Does it again. I was so pissed. I just wanted to bring up the Doug Marone drinking game and just think of Doug Marone. That's how pissed I was. If I was we... just like, Leo, brother, we know this game is so big for you, but come on. Yeah. Yeah, he had his chance at redemption, and he blew it, and he yep, blew it yep. hard. And, and, then the and if we did this yesterday, I would have been over here like, we should have never released Thigpen. Why we re- why we release Thigpen? <coughs> but now it's Wednesday and we've re-signed Thigpen. Yo, Thigpen, we know you're listening, Thiggy Thirty. Is that his yeah. name, Thiggy Thirty? Well, I I don't know, but he yeah yeah he uh, he liked my he saw that I was I was pulling for him on Twitter. Yeah, he was liked standing it. really close to me and he was showing me his tweets and I felt something poke my leg, 
and he had both his hands on his tablet. So, yo, I've already called it on Twitter. Big Ben's got this special teams touchdown against KC. That's my prediction. There, dude, it is. we need a big special teams play, man. I'm dying for it. Harvin is out. Which... I'm, I'm so glad he's back, though, dude. The dude is nice with it, and uh, yeah. So, real quick on a side note, Big Ben's back. Boom Heron's out. Um, and I couldn't be happier. All right. So, anyways, Daenerys Moore's out too, bud. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gone too. Seventeen gone. Peace. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. Anyways, back to our little our little breakdown here. Patriots get the short field off the fumble from McKelvin. Three more points. Now, now it's two scores. I'm just like, come on. Come on. The offense has just broken my heart at this point. So, Bills get the ball back right right as the third quarter runs out. Right, right. And they go three and out. At this point, I got no faith. But, I mean, it's, it is what it is. You right, got to roll with it. Then, a few plays later, Gilmore comes up with the big interception. I'm flipping out again. Yep. So, I mean, we are gonna we're totally looking at the at the roller coaster. Tipped off here. Corey, throw to Harper. Tipped off Corey Graham. Yep. Or tipped off by Corey Graham. Yep. Grabbed it, and I'm I'm on fire at this point. So, then we uh, we have just more dumb penalties. I mean, we're starting deep. We're at the six yard line. We get Henderson getting called for an eligible man downfield. And that's when he goes, what? Yeah. Um, we got we got a break. They they called the pass interference against Butler there on that. But still, I mean, it ended in a punt. We didn't get any points. Had another, you know, Patriots had another indescript drive. Punted back to us. Um. We moved it. We moved it. You know, across midfield on the next one. Hit hit a thirty three yarder from Dan Carpenter. So, I I almost forgave him at that point, but I'm 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 Dan, salty. I got your I'm back salty. Dog. Deacon and I already argued over this, dude. We know you're listening. If you want to call in on the line we don't have, uh, you know you're more than welcome to, or just hit us up. You know, I'll come over for Thanksgiving. Thanks for you, the invite. I mean, you know that I'm gonna change my tune when you call, and I'm gonna be like, I mean. I mean, Dan, you're not too bad, bud. You're a savage. You got the hair going. I don't know if you're a fake savage or a real savage, but I committed the long hair. I love it. You know, we can we just want it. the old Dan. Dan, the old Dan wouldn't miss those kicks. Knight from Jeff Knight, or line from Jeff Knight. Sorry, the old Dan wouldn't miss that shit. Anyways, Yo, shout out to Jeff Knight. Jeff Knight. Um, full circle attack on Twitter. All right, so you know, Patriots get the ball back go three and out we get the big stop we're at the two minute warning this is where all but real quick though we did have that debate about whether they should have punted with 10 minutes to go and oh right right and i think they absolutely should have gone for it and i'm I, I debated I'm fourth and i'm fourth and two they should have gone for it, it was third and it was third and short third what third and one third and inches they got they got knocked back running the ball to the outside again and down by two scores, 10 minutes to go. I'm going for it on fourth and two. Right. Right. And especially with, with the defense playing, you're, you're in midfield. The defense has been playing super strong. True. But I felt that if you, if you looked at Tom Brady against the giants and that giants game, when he needed to get 30 yards to get in field goal position, he did it. And to give Here, Tom Brady 20 yards to get in the field goal position for Gotskowski, I was like, Whatever. Here's the way I'm looking at it, though. We were we were down by ten. It's a two point game. If we can hold them to three, we're still only down by thirteen. It's two touchdowns. It's still a two a two possession game. Right. I, I either I, to 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 take the shot at closing the gap. I I go for it. True. True. But I mean, I'm worried that with the way, quite frankly, Rowan was calling plays, and I'm not one to get on the offensive coordinator. He knows more than me. I just think he's just over, outthought himself. Just run up the middle. Get it done. So, two-minute warning. All right. All the magic happens. No, no magic happens. McKelvin muffs the punt. He he pulls it back in this time. But come on, dog. 
He's too. He's, he's we already pretty, gave you like three f bombs. The pump before there, he's like, you know, giving the sign to God, this and that, and like, you know, whatever. I think he's wasting his time doing that, but that's what he he wants to do. That that helps him out. But when I'm seeing that, I'm thinking this guy is too psyched out to play in this game right now. He's too psyched out to to be returning punts. He should not be in there. All right, and this is this is where you really start feeling screwed if you're a Bills fan. First, you got this this call on on the second and one play at the sideline. Sammy's inbounds with the ball. They rule him out. They look at it. They overturn it. Okay, thank you for overturning it. Then you got the play with the damn fumble. Um, ball comes out. Clock's running after the play, and there's a. Refs taking their sweet time, spotting yeah, they the ball. Spotted that ball. They wasted like twenty seconds. And then, then explaining why they, explaining the rule on it. They they killed the clock on us. Um, and then the final play of the game, Watkins catches the ball near the sideline, throws himself out of bounds, and the clock ma- the the clock keeps running. The ref signals to keep the clock running. Yep, yep. I'm not even gonna complain about Sammy's targets today. Uh, or that game. And, and, and I am. Even I, I, I am. Sammy I, needs those targets. In order for us to win, Sammy Watkins needs to be I take that back. a regular part of this I'm offense. going to complain with you because I don't care if it's screens. I don't care what it is. I'm not saying he needs 20 a game. That's what it needs to be. It needs to be screens, time, short slants, and... You know how many times I was waiting for the short slant? I'm thinking the Chan Gailey offense, just a three-step drop, balls out into Sammy. You're telling me he can't get in, inside a butler? Are you kidding me? You out you outdo Revis, which now I can't bring up a Revis points because he got torched by Hopkins. But point being, you've done it against the best corners in the league, dude. You can do it, and they should be targeting Sammy on that play on third and short. They should be targeting Sammy. Rex Ryan mentioned that he liked the matchup Hogan had, and to bring this full circle to the penalties, two seconds left. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, you just end the game? You just end the right. game. Right, right. And, I mean, I know that, that that Hail Mary shot downfield is a low percentage play, but it's not a no percentage play, and I want those chances. It's like when you lend somebody your car and they scratch it, which I never had anything worth enough to lend. But say you have a nice thing and you lend it to your friend and they scratch it and they don't think it's a big deal. Or you get the neighbor's kid that comes by with the handlebars that he's dropped on the handle, handlebars on his bike. He's dropped on the driveway a million times. He just scratches the side of your door. Oops. No. I want to make the scratch. You don't get to make the scratch. I want the chance to scratch it and ruin it myself. Right. So that's how we feel about the refs, and, and that's pretty much right. how that game went. My, my, final, my final thing that I didn't touch running through that is – I feel like we might have maybe seen the downside of Tyrod's tenacity. I, he was he was super dinged up. I mean, he's out there playing in knee brace. He's holding his shoulder. I think I don't think that play where he fell was where he hurt his shoulder either. I think it was the play where he was slammed on the sideline. He was slow to get up. He was like visibly rattled after that play, and I mean, he was not making those throws after that. At that point. I mean, I know we don't have anything great on the bench. I know I know it's Tyrod or it's EJ, and EJ's been nothing but disappointing. But I don't know. I don't know if uh, I might take a two-armed EJ over a one-armed Tyrod. I'm just saying. I, I disagree because, frankly, um, he doesn't have EJ, – EJ can't do step one, which is read the defense. Step two is check out of it. Step three is execute a pass. That, and a perfect example of that, Tyrod got in trouble, had a little shoveling pass over to over to McCoy. Yeah, over to McCoy, and, and, and EJ doesn't do that as consistent. Now, he has done it. We've actually seen EJ do that. I just don't yeah. trust him on EJ. He's too He would out. hesitate before he right, did it, and it wouldn't right. it wouldn't come off properly. That said, he played the worst game. But also, but also, I mean, if he, if he catches a guy who, who – you know, gets a step on on their on their coverage on a go route, he might hit that pass. He's done that. We've seen him do it a bunch of times. Oh yeah. 
So, it, so it, you don't know. You don't know. And it, it, it just, it's, it's hard to watch your game go down the toilet when it's that close and you're just watching this guy like hop back to the line holding his shoulder. And they just keep, and they just keep screwing it up. They just keep, the offense right. needs to put points on the board to make everybody's life easier. And when you outthink second and one, third and inches, just come on, stretch play, really? I mean, yeah, it, this isn't this isn't Madden, and I always say, do what you do in Madden. But I mean, it, Carlos Williams. Oh, yo, I'm QB sneak right there all day. Carlos Williams, four four, two hundred fifty pounds. You want that guy coming at you? Did you just say four four? He ran a four four. Oh, I thought you meant his height. No. Yeah, no, that that is nice speed though. But hey, we're done. We're out of here. Fifty one minutes in. We are doing a podcast for a Kansas City preview only because we really want to wrap on that for a while. So I really think that yeah, the season is going to get rattled. This defense is going to kick the living shit out of Alex Smith. Guarantee it. He's going to have to make some serious throws. No Jamal Charles. I don't give a fuck if they're on a four-game win streak. They're getting crushed. Yeah, but in the next day or two, look for look for another podcast. We're really going to go into it. Um I mean, it's do or die at this point. Like, it these is. next couple weeks, man. Get focused. And this team is hungry. They plan, you know, we plan on losing, but their attitudes are, are always, their attitudes right now, they're hungry. They're, they are hungry. They're buying in. They're, they're ready to go. I, I can't wait to see how they come out. Their their attitudes are better than mine. Um, I mean, that's about it. Follow us on Twitter. I'm Numbills Adam D. Dave is Numbills fan. Check um, out our YouTube channel. Check out our Instagram. Check out anything you want. Yeah. Numbillsfan.podbean.com or subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Love you. Peace. Bye.